0: the auburn tigers wrap up day two of fall camp what we saw practice observations takeaways and more here we go well zach i i actually just finished crushing some chicken farm and i'm i'm freaking ready to rock and roll you are locked on auburn your daily podcast on the auburn tigers part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Yes, welcome on into Locked on Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much for making Locked on Auburn your first lesson every single day. Day two of Auburn's fall camp is in the books from a media concern, and hey, this is a live show. It's Saturday. Why not do this thing live? You guys uh, mentioned on Friday's uh, show uh, that it would have been more fun live. So we'll do this throughout fall camp. I think that'll be fun. I think that'll be fun. So I'm going to lead today's show off the same way we led yesterday's show off. With, yes, this is exciting. Yes, there are guys running around in helmets, playing football and practicing and getting better at football. Yes, we get to see all these athletes that we love. It's a lot of fun. And we get more answers out of this than we had before. It certainly matters. But we are seeing... 20 minutes of one practice that is very early in fall camp. So I think perspective is still important here. So I just want to put that out there. So when they let us in, uh, we walked in on them doing some team stuff, right? So quarterbacks, receivers, tight ends, offensive line versus a live defense. They're still just in helmets. So we, we didn't really see any kind of contact or anything, but you're seeing a lot of routes out there, which is why I spent a lot of time with the wide receiver yesterday. You guys asked a lot about defensive players and running backs. Uh, Of course, because I didn't talk about them a whole lot, so I spent more time with them after they broke up a little bit. So when we walked in, Zach Calzada was the quarterback with the twos. It was the second offensive line, um, but Coy Moore was out there. Jarquez Hunter was his running back, so that's kind of an indicator of, okay, what group is this? Is it Tank or, or is it Jarquez Hunter? It's a pretty good rule to, to look at. So um, he was looking at Coy often, and I'm sure that wasn't like a decision he made. I'm sure that's just what the play call was. But I, I guess the most notable play of that is he missed Coy more on a deep pass pretty early on. And then as soon as we kind of got set up, they stopped doing that drill and went into more individual work. So the quarterbacks and the skill players went to a handoff drill. And so it was them working with, you know, either faking it to the running back and then handing it off on a jet sweep or a speed sweep. So you saw that motion and it was just, you know, you heard them calling plays and then they went out and executed it. And so a lot of speed sweep stuff, a lot of jet sweep stuff, just that pre-snap motion where you're, uh, Wide out, wide receiver, motioned in, and um, they did it where the quarterbacks were under center, and they were turning around and handing it to them, kind of working on the timing of that. And they also did a little bit of work where they were in the shotgun. Either they would give the ball to the running back and then kind of do that pop pass that you see. You see it a lot in the NFL. You're starting to see it more and more in college, too, where the quarterback gets it. They throw, a, a, throw it a foot, and so the wide receiver can catch it and run with it. Takeaways from that. Where you saw them, they move Koy Moore a lot with that motion, which makes sense, right? You wanna see you wanna see these guys um, get the ball in however many different ways as possible. I think that's something that Auburn has probably struggled with over the last five years. Obviously, the majority of that is not the current coach, but it's just like you gotta find ways to get the ball into the playmaker's hand. So you saw that with Coymore. Moore, you saw with Javaris Johnson in the drill, and I I think we saw Malcolm Johnson Jr. get it as well. I think. Don't quote me on that. But definitely saw it with, with the first two there. And formationally, you're pretty much seeing... I, I'm seeing Coy more and more lined up out wide in these early practices than anywhere else. Which is a little bit of a talking point because we talked about how good he would be in the slot. We talked about that with him on the show uh, at some point a few weeks ago. So, um, but... Worth noting, consistently seeing Javarius Johnson at the slot when Shedrick Jackson is on top of him. So Shedrick Jackson's out wide. Javarius Johnson is the slot to his side. That's kind of what you're seeing. You're seeing Javarius Johnson off the line of scrimmage. You're seeing Shedrick Jackson on the line of scrimmage. And then, obviously, when that's the case, you're going to re- move the slot guy in because he's not on the, on the line of scrimmage. But saw that consistently. And I think we saw that a little bit yesterday as well. So that is a note worth looking at, but I just like the fact that they're doing reps in regards to the timing of speed sweeps and jet sweeps because that means there's a higher chance that they're involved in the offense. If so that type of play is involved in the offense and that, that type of, you know, playmaker is involved in the offense. So, a lot to like there. A lot to like there. And then they move to <clears throat> excuse me. Then they move to another type of handoff drill and It was essentially just the center with the quarterbacks and the running backs. And it was more handoff stuff. They were taking the snap and just kind of working on it together. And they were doing it with a little bit more pace, maybe a little bit more urgency, which is, I guess, to simulate a little bit of pressure, which makes sense. TJ Finley was paired with Tank Bigsby throughout this drill. Zach Calzada was paired with Jarquez Hunter throughout this drill. And Sawyer Pate was paired with Sean Jackson Um, in this drill. So, there you go. Right now, I think those are going to be your top three running backs. I do not think that will be your top three quarterbacks, but that's what we saw earlier today. Um, As far as takeaways from that, they, they aren't giving the job to Zach Calzada. I mean, right now, it appears that TJ Finley is getting just as much, and then, once again, we only get a limited window here, but TJ Finley was with the ones just as much as Zach Calzada, if not more, if not more. Um... So I think that was worth noticing there. After that, I walked over to the edge position, the edge group. They were doing some individual stuff with Coach Rock. And they just had three kind of heavy bags set up and they were working on their first step, generating power and then using their hands, you know, to to generate contact and separation. So that was good to see. Huge. I mean, all of the edge defenders are massive human beings. They're ginormous. And so, you know, looking at looking at um, Derek Hall, obviously, I mean, he's extremely intimidating, very powerful. But the order that they went in was Derek Hall first, Marcus Bragg was second, then Echoliotta, then Dylan Brooks. So Marcus Bragg going second, I think that shows some age, potentially some leadership. And, you know, that I don't think that really means anything. I'm just telling you guys what I saw. But Marcus Bragg, I've been kind of down on him and I I still don't think he's a top three edge player on this defense. He may not be top four. I don't know, but still physically, I mean, he passes the eye test. I thought he would be a little more tall and more lean borderline lanky, just because his arms seemed to be so long in the film that I watched him um, when he committed. But he blended right in. In fact, I think Dylan Brooks was probably the smallest of the edge defenders, just kind of standing right there next to him. I don't think that means anything bad. I think Dylan Brooks is going to be a really good pass rusher. It's just something, um, something that that I noticed there. So, anything else? Did I write anything else about the edge stuff? No. Then I walked over to the running backs. They were doing some um some bag stuff as well with Coach Williams, and. Tank went first, Jarquez went after that, Sean Jackson. And, you know, Jarquez asked a lot of questions. I thought that was a good thing. But the biggest thing from the running back room, and this, you can make an argument that this is the biggest observation of the day, was that Jarquez Hunter, there's no knee brace or anything on him. And obviously he missed, you know, most of spring due to, you know, he got his knee scoped out and missed spring. And they told us at the time, like, it wouldn't be a big deal, but still, very, very exciting. Very, very exciting stuff. I mean, usually they make him wear knee braces just as a precaution. So that just shows you how much faith they have in his health. So very, very exciting. Very, very exciting. Um, I do not know what Coach Williams prefers to be called. I don't know. Cadillac? I don't know. We can call him whatever we want. Um, all right. Then they did some more teamwork stuff with, with everybody except for wide receivers and corners, I believe. We'll talk about that in just a moment. I got to tell you about... Our friends at bet online, yes even on live shows bet online is the best place to wager on all of your sports information and man, I gotta tell you, I'm just I've missed football so much. Uh, you can even bet on preseason games, which, which a lot of people did this past Thursday. Football is back. It's in full swing, and college football will be here before you know it. Make sure you're prepared and ready to go for the season. Go over and head on the bet online. Just pull it out on your smartphone right now and check it out. That is a bet online where the game starts. All right, the team drill stuff. The first offensive line that we saw was Killian Zaire at left tackle, Brandon Council at left guard, Nick Brahms at center. Um, Tate Johnson at right guard and Austin Troxel at right tackle. I think three of those jobs are done right now, unless something crazy happens. I feel confident and comfortable saying that Killian Zaire will be the left tackle. That is probably the position group I'm second most positive on. The most positive is Nick Broms at center, and then all we're seeing at right tackle right now is Austin Troxel. Even yesterday when we saw the full first team and the full second team, those were still the tackles. They were the first and the second team tackles. Just because Auburn doesn't have a whole lot of tackle depth. So it, it makes sense. Does it excite you? I don't know. But the fact that they know who those guys are early in camp, you can certainly make um, you can make the argument that that is uh, a good thing just because they're going to get so many reps there. They Also, with that group, they had Luke Deal at tight end, I think. Deal's 86, right? Let me confirm that. Let me confirm that. I get the tight end numbers mixed up. Yes, they had Luke Deal at, um, at tight end there. So take that for what it's worth. They rotated quarterbacks in for that. Tank Bigsby, I believe, got most of the touches with that series of reps. So take that for what it's worth. They were going up against the starting defense, and the starting defense right now appears to be up front. Derek Hall at edge. Jason Jones at defensive tackle, Marcus Harris at that other defensive tackle spot, that three technique slash four eye, depending on how they want to use it. And then Colby Wooden. No surprises there. No surprises there. There was some speculation about the defensive tackle, but man, it seems like Jason Jones is the starter defensive tackle right now. So once again, Brian Harson goes out to the transfer portal and he nails it. He gets what he wants there. So there you go. Um, the linebackers behind them, uh, Owen Papo and Cam Riley, I think that's what most people predicted. Before they rotated the rest of the starting unit out, they did put in Eugene Asante and Wesley Steiner at linebacker. I think I, I have been driving the Eugene Asante hype train. He just looks, he looks more athletic than all the linebackers with the exception of Owen Papo. Maybe it's because it's that single-digit number. I don't know, but he moves really, really well. And he's big. He almost looks like a, um, for a second with that number nine, he almost looks like a defensive back at times because he moves so smooth. So I'm still, you know, I was high on Eugene Asante throughout the summer and I continue to be high on Eugene Asante. Also, oops, something just fell off my desk. Also, uh, Marquise Gilbert, the number one Juco safety that joined the team this off season. He was starting at safety next to Zion Puckett. So, curious your thoughts on anybody that, uh, anybody that surprises you there. With the second team defensive line, Jeffrey Imbaugh, a lot of you guys asked about Imba after, uh, after the video yesterday. Imba, every rep that I saw him, he lined up an end. So, there's that, defensive end. Uh, I think a lot of his Juco stuff was interior, kind of like Marcus Harris's role. Um, but then you had Zakevious Walker, And Jeremiah Wright as the defensive tackles. And then you had Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks, the opposite side at edge. So that's something to keep note on. Just watching Emba, I said this after we got him. Obviously very explosive. Obviously very big. Obviously very athletic. I'm not expecting as much out of him this year as a lot of Auburn people are. He's good, and I think his ceiling is ridiculous. He's still standing up too much as soon as the ball is snapped. In fact, there was an outside zone where they handed it to Tank, and he was in situ- he was in position to make that play, and he got pinned by Alec Jackson. Great play by Alec Jackson. He moved really, really well and got in position, but I don't think he should have made the play, so I guess that's what makes it a good play by Alec Jackson, but... Jeffrey Imbaugh's development will be really, really fun to watch to see what Coach Jimmy Brumbaugh can do with all of that. Um, but that's the gist of everything that I saw today. I Want to encourage folks to uh, join the Locked On Auburn Discord. I'm gonna to try to drop a link down to that and, and just kind of open it up for a second for uh, y'all's questions. If anybody has any questions, um, I'll take those for a few minutes before uh, before I leave town if anybody has anything there. I saw a few people asking about Camden Brown. I like Camden Brown. We've all, as a fan base, kind of chosen him to be like the best receiver that we've ever had. I'm not ready for that. He came in late, and with the ascension that we've seen at so many of the wide receivers in this room, and the addition of Coy Moore, and coaches love talking about Malcolm Johnson Jr., and Cedric Jackson, to me, looks like an NFL wide receiver as far as what he's done physically with his body. I just don't see where the targets are. I don't see where the targets are for Camden Brown. He can certainly have a role, but I I don't think, in the pecking order of wide receivers, if I had to pick right now, he's probably fifth or sixth. I would put, I think Zevion Capers is more likely to get playing time than him. And then, you know, you got so many tight ends that you're going to be throwing to. I I just don't see the role for Camden Brown early. Who are the starting corners? I went over this a little bit yesterday, but... Uh, I think Jalen Simpson and Nehemiah Pritchett actually got it, and then um, DJ James went in after that. Is what I believe I saw. I-, I wasn't spending a whole lot of time with the corners today. Zach, what have you seen so far? How long do you think the quarterback battles? Oh, from what I've seen so far, how long do I think the quarterback battle goes? I think a few weeks because you have to do it. Um, I do think it's interesting that they are today. It seems like once again, cannot say this too many times how many, how much stuff is happening outside of our window. They choose when we go out there. And so we don't know how the reps are actually falling as far as starting quarterback stuff, but I'm a little surprised TJ was getting more of the starting stuff today than, than Calzada. Keontae Scott was probably, so we're, we're not allowed to like speculate too much on like who's where and stuff. Um, But I believe Keontae Scott would be with the newcomers practice. They split up veterans and newcomers. And so I imagine Keontae Scott is with the newcomers. I did not watch that practice. Is Shanker faster now that he's wearing number 25? Absolutely. All joking aside, though, like, he looks lean. Like, he looks really, really good. Um, Was it Finley? Yeah, Finley went to him early and often. Um and some drills that we saw yesterday. So, and then also there was a, a drill yesterday in Friday's window where it was the tight ends and the linebackers. And of course, you know Shanker was the vocal leader. He was first to go up, and you know it was just essentially a drill where they got the ball, then they had to make the linebacker miss or whatever. And it was all about angles, all about angles. But yeah, Shanker looks good. Why is Ashford not getting any reps? Ashford is with the newcomers. He is a newcomer, considered that, even though he played spring. And I, I think some of that has to do with, like, you, to run a practice, you need two quarterbacks. And so him and Holden makes sense. Um, yeah, uh, guys, I I don't think Robbie Ashford's going to be the starter. <laughs> I, I just, I, I know everybody likes talking about him, and, and it's really exciting. And, and I've said this all summer. Um, There may be packages for him, but like, I just don't think um, – I don't think he's the guy. I know, I know a lot of folks are really pulling for him. I'm pulling for him too. I, I just don't think that's going to happen because he transferred the same time as Zach Calzada and he's the one that's the newcomer. He's going to the newcomer practice. And like he went through spring and stuff. I, I just don't think that that's a good sign. Um, and people are talking about his highlights and stuff and it's like, okay, but like he's going up against newcomers. He's going up against freshmen and like he's not a freshman. So like, let's let, once again, perspective, I think matters here. Let's talk Cam Riley. He's a unit. He is a unit. Probably the most physically impressive guy on the roster, with the exception of Derek Hall. Um, he's huge. He's a little um he's a little leaner than I expected him to be, but I mean he's still just like his height is just so commanding. The big question for Cam Riley is how is he going to be in space? I mean, there there's a reason to have linebackers big as a thumper, playing close to the line of scrimmage and running heavy situations, but how often are we going to see that consistently? We'll see it against Arkansas. We'll see it against Georgia. And then it gets a little hairy after that. We may see it against LSU, but in these, this passing league that the SEC is slowly morphing into, the, I, I, to me, it almost makes sense to have more of a, a, a coverage-heavy linebacker in some of this. So I can't wait to see how they use the personnel, um, the personnel decisions in regards to the linebacker and game plan and and, you know down and distance and scenarios and things like that um I really can't wait to see that so we'll see we'll see um you believe it'll be Calzada and Ashford at quarterback okay yeah it might be certainly might be does the O-line look more physical than last year they look bigger um they certainly look bigger The big question is, like, what happens when you put pads on? Right now, they're just wearing helmets, right? So, very limited contact. Really, the only contact you're seeing is them put hands on guys. Um, In in the little bit that we saw with the team stuff, where I kind of read off who the starters were, the defensive front was dominating. But you also know that it's a run. So, like, they should be dominating that situation. So, it's impossible to really tell at this point. They look bigger. And that's the first step of it, right? Is to get bigger and stronger. So that's, that'll be encouraging to see. I'm big, but that doesn't make me physical. That's true. That's true. I personally want to see more big packages, two tight ends, downhill running, and play action. Sure. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's the goal. I certainly think that's the goal here. Jason Jones is large. I see him freeing up our edges. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's what's so exciting about this defensive front is there's nobody that's like really like you can't just double team Derek Hall. Now you can impact the rest of the offense by chipping him and and keeping, you know, the the tight end in to to block him and keeping your running back in to block him. But for the most part, you know, that's gonna be that's gonna be it. So We'll take a few more, then we'll, uh, we'll bounce if anybody has any more questions. If you squat 650, you prove you don't need a brace. <laughs> yeah. Talk about Jarquez Hunter. For those joining us, the biggest, the biggest takeaway for me, Jarquez Hunter not wearing a brace and looking really, really good. Um, had a lot of pop. Seemed really light on his feet. So, lots of like about Jarquez Hunter. He is set up for a, for a big season, for sure. Uh, Sully says, if I feel like if Finley is a starter, that means Calzada is worse than Finley. Then Calzada will for sure hit the transfer portal. Um, maybe, maybe I also think that there is a chance that Finley develops. Um, I don't think Finley will be the starter. I don't, but whoever wins the job, whether it's Finley, whether it's Ashford, whether it's Calzada, they're going to win the job. And they're going to be the best option. And they're going to be better than they were in the spring. And they've got a chance to be, you know, have a, have a really good season. They're going to have support around them. So I, I don't think you should be bummed if the guy that you don't like doesn't win the quarterback job. Um, whoever Brian Harsons picks, I think a really, I think an above average SEC quarterback is going to come out of this. And with the defense that Auburn should have, and with the pieces on offense, if you can take just a little bit of a step forward, Auburn's probably an eight-win team if you can do that. Now, it's easier to say that than, than, than to do it, obviously. But did Calzone's footwork look better today? I didn't really see him passing as much as I did um, on the first day. I, I wanted to get more defensive looks, so I, I didn't see it as much. So I, I apologize. I can't really answer that question. Safety battle. Yeah. So Marquise Gilbert, is he was the starting safety for what we saw. He was with the ones next to Zion Puckett. Zion Puckett's bulked up. I talked about this a little bit yesterday. He's playing 220. He moves very smooth. And those two guys were the first two safeties in there. And then Wooden came in after. So that's um, its pretty telling. That's pretty telling for sure. Especially when Donovan Kaufman is probably going to be the starting nickel. Those two make sense. And Gilbert talked to, you know, Gilbert in the, uh, in spring, he was really big on like learning the defense and Zach Gethbridge kind of came out and, and defended him. And it's like, everybody learns at a different pace. Everybody develops at a different pace. And it sounds like it clicked with him over the summer. Cause he's getting earlier reps than he did in the spring, which is great. So guys, once again, please join the, uh, the locked on Auburn discord. I'm going to put that in the, um, the live chat right there. Um, We have a lot of fun in there. So please do that. Hey, there's 150 plus of you watching. If you are not subscribed right now, please click that subscribe button. Help this YouTube channel grow. It'd be really cool to hit 6,000 before football season started. It would mean an absolute ton. And if you're listening to this in podcast form later, thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate it. And guys, we will be back on Monday. So it's only one day away from each other. Thank you guys for hanging out for a few. And if you're just joining us, you can go back and watch this whole thing um, as soon as I'm done streaming. So thanks, guys. We'll be back on Monday. This has been Locked on Auburn.